Blog Talk Radio. Women have the power to transform this world. We can end crime and violence if we all agree to do one thing. Share. Let's share our wisdom, share our time, share our talents, share our finances, but most of all, let's share our love. This is The Female Solution. Join me, Naima Latif, every morning, 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. Central Standard Time, as we bring you stimulating discussions about the issues affecting our lives. If you're listening online at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash the-female-solution, press the blue button that says follow and get our daily topics every morning directly to your email and your smartphone. Hi, I'm Naima Latif, executive producer of the Female Solution Radio Show. We invite you to call in 515-605-9325 and participate in this daily think tank as we examine the challenges we face and develop solutions that restore peace and harmony. We are global transformers, changing the world from the way it is to the way it should be. We are one. Wherever we live on this earth, we are one human family. On behalf of our team of radio hosts, I'd like to extend a greeting to all the members of our family, whenever and wherever you may be listening around the world. To our family in China, Ni Hao. In India, Namaste. In Japan, Konnichiwa. In Korea, Annyeonghaseyo. In Russia, Zdrastutsye. In Germany, Guten Tag. In Poland, Dzień Dobry. In France, Bonjour. In Spain, Hola. In Italy, Ciao. In Egypt, Athen Wasalan. In Ghana, Akwaba. In Nigeria, Peleo. In South Africa, Saobona. In Senegal, Nangadef. In Kenya, Jambo. In Israel, Shalom. In Pakistan, Afghanistan, and Saudi Arabia, Assalamu Alaikum. Greetings, and may peace be upon you all. Soulful Solutions with Dr. Debbie Green on Thursdays at 7 a.m. Central Standard Time and 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time to hear great topics and stories on grief and turn it into victory. Join Dr. Debbie Green to listen to stories of triumph and learn how to overcome. You are not alone in your life and there is hope in the darkest hour. This is your time to learn strategies and solutions to improve your life. It's your time. So join Dr. Debbie Green with Soulful Solutions and call in on Thursday at 7 a.m. Central Standard Time and 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time at 515-605-9325 with comments and questions. Look to hear from you real soon. Grand Rising. And thank you all for joining us on this Thursday edition of the Female Solution Global Radio TV Show. I'm Naima Latif, sitting in for Dr. Debbie Green, who's traveling this weekend, but we certainly wish her the best as she uh, celebrates another round of uh, the sun. Uh, 
the earth around the sun, another year of wisdom, and we appreciate her so much for all the wisdom that she shares on the Female Solution Global Radio TV show. We've been over the last several weeks addressing some of the distress that many people live with, and those who are in the midst of someone who may be going through a severe depression are often challenged to know what to say when someone is talking in a way that sounds like they may be thinking of ending their own life. Well, contrary to what some people say, oh, they just want attention. Well, yeah, they they do want attention, and we should give it to them because sometimes life is just so overwhelming. The soul of a person just wants to go home. They're tired, and they feel bad, or they're distressed, and they're fearful of some awful outcome of something that may happen that would bring them perhaps public shame. Shame is the very lowest vibration we can experience. And often it is the emotion of shame that precedes suicide. Shame is the feeling of such worthlessness and unworthiness and a feeling that one is being held in contempt and one feels contempt for one's own self. It is very challenging to pull oneself out of a state of mind when one is truly feeling worthless. You can't always talk yourself out of a depression, and this is what many don't understand when they believe that one who is depressed just needs to snap out of it. You can't snap. Something has to happen that will literally change your mind. We tell people to get counseling. But simply getting counseling is not always the response of someone who is depressed. Most of the time, by that time, they're already convinced that nothing will help them. And so they may begin to do self-destructive things, slow acts of suicide, such as drugs or alcohol or engaging in risky behaviors. One can commit suicide either rapidly or slowly. Self-destructive behavior is itself suicide, even though a person may not recognize it as so. But when you are engaged in drinking yourself into a stupor, that's slow alcohol poisoning, or drugging yourself into oblivion, slow damaging of the body, of brain cells, 
engaging in risky behavior, putting oneself in a position where one might end up injured or dead. This is suicide. Just because someone is doing it slowly, the attitude of self-destruction is the same. And so how do we reach someone who has lost the desire to live and really wants to go home? They want to return to spirit. They want to leave this place. They don't want to be around anymore because they're hurting. They may be suffering from a fear of what's going to be. They may be fearing if they're going to suddenly lose all their money. We saw many suicides during the era of the stock market crash. People would literally jump out of windows, fearing what would happen if they lost it all, fearing public shame, fearing poverty, fearing homelessness, fearing Contempt from the society And the idea of that was so overwhelming They thought they would rather be dead They would rather not be here And they didn't really know what was on the other side What happens after we so-called die? Do we just dissolve into nothingness? Sometimes that is the belief that motivates people to take such a drastic step. Well, today we want to share some information that may help people rethink that thought about ending their lives. It may help people rethink their perception of what happens on the other side. It may give people some hope and a different perspective on why they're experiencing the challenges they are experiencing. And it may help them see themselves differently so that they can know that whatever they're going through, it's not a sign that God hates them or that they're unworthy of love not a sign that they are a mistake or were a mistake from birth. It's not a sign that they are unworthy of love or any of the other thoughts that make them choose to end their lives. We want to share with you some of the very powerful communicators from across the country and even across the world who have discovered sometimes at their lowest point in life the real meaning of life and even the meaning of their difficulties. And we want to help those who 
are talking to people who may be considering suicide, to be able to say some things that can help. Not everybody is a trained therapist. And it takes a level of clear thinking to know that one needs therapy. And often when a person is at a state where they are no longer thinking clearly, they're not even able to reach out for the help they need. And how many people who are considering ending their lives are rational rational enough to recognize all of the people that they are impacting, all of the people who are affected. We had a very powerful show on Tuesday, a young lady whose teacher committed suicide. And it impacted her so much. And she shared with us her song that she was inspired to write, a very powerful tribute to her teacher who had affected her life so profoundly. And many people who choose to end their lives are not aware of the impact that their life has had on others. They're unaware of their worth. They're only focusing on the pain of the present moment. And so how do we help someone understand the power of their presence, the power of their lives, the meaning of their lives on so many? Often a person will consider suicide after a breakup. This person hurt them. They don't want to live anymore. And they're not realizing that their lives were important to more than just that one person. They're not realizing the impact that they are having on the earth and the the residual impact of their decision to end their lives. They're not realizing the domino effect that that decision will create. Well, before we take a break, we're going to go to our phone lines because some of you may have had people who have thought of suicide, whose behavior may have been self-destructive, and maybe there's someone close to you and you didn't have the words to say to let them know how much they are loved and needed on this earth. And maybe someone took their life and you are still grieving and feeling guilty that you could not stop them. So we want to help you today as well. Let's go to our phone lines and open the line for area code 312. 632 Grand Rising. Thank you for joining us. Give us your name, where you're calling from, and your comments. Admiral Nelson Bay. 
Yes, sir. Grand mm-hmm. Rising, thank you so much for joining us. And thank you for all you do for the Female Solution. We appreciate you so very much. Speaking uh, anecdotally, on Thursday, January 18th, 2006, three days after my mother, Josephine Elizabeth Jack Nelson, Queen of the World, Uh, ascended into the Abha Paradise in her native St. Vincent, West Indies. I knew that my mother was dying, and uh, (laughs) I was um, three days after my mother's passing. um, I found myself on Clark Street, uh, I came from that uh, Persian grocery store across from Ray's restaurant, and uh, <laughs> I uh, was en route to um, Olive Harvey College to videotape Bill Doc Walls, my mentor, the protege of Mayor Harold Washington. Yeah. As I played in the course of his campaign for mayor of Chicago. And I made it a point to be there. And I remember um, for the first and heretofore only time in my life, I was ambivalent whether I was going to live or succumb to grief of my mother's passing. And I was in such a state of mind and being that I didn't care whether I lived or died at that point. That's the only time in my entire life that I've ever felt that way. Um, uh, But I'm not one to actively cause my own death. That is utterly stupid. The Kitabi Das, which is the Book of Laws in the Baha'i Faith, has abrogated martyrdom. And it's important to understand that. And so I am still here, thankfully. Not dead yet, you know. <laughs> and I have an appreciation for life that uh, really started upon my mother's passing. As for marriage, the way I rationalize marriage, I'm 62 years of age, and there are a number of women who (laughs) uh, could fit the bill. One of the 47-year-olds who I met several weeks ago, and... uh, she has a 16-year-old daughter who I have yet to meet. Uh, I intend to purchase this four-acre residential unit in unincorporated Bethlehem, Illinois, with Richard Uline's money. Richard Uline, U-I-H-L-E-I-N, is a billionaire Republican donor here in Illinois. He donated a million dollars to the Ted Cruz 
2016 presidential campaign and $100,000 to the Donald Trump presidential campaign. I intend to meet with Donald Trump Jr. in the next few weeks. Uh, Mr. Richard Uline is expected to be there as he is the co-chair of this um, event. And you know, uh, you know, uh, Andrew. Before we take a break, uh, having a goal and having a love interest is something that can definitely change a person's suicidal uh, thoughts or feelings of not wanting to be alive. And certainly, the loss of one's mother is, is such a profound experience that many people after the transition of their mother or or father or anyone who was close to them, perhaps the person who raised them, that can be overwhelming. And uh, was there anybody else that you talked to when you were going through that? Was uh, you have siblings that were going through the same thing that you all were able to talk about it? Or did your family talk about it after your mother's transition? Uh, I didn't talk to anyone about it. Continued on business as usual. My brother, John D. Nelson, uh, was and is utterly unhelpful to me, to say the least. (laughs) And, you know, sometimes that's the case. Sometimes our siblings are, they're they're not able to handle grief in a healthy manner, so they can't be helpful. Uh, Sometimes they, rather than share the experience they're both having, uh, they are just simply not able to talk about it, or there is a conflict, especially if there was a conflict when the parents were alive, when they were living, when they were among us. So sometimes the conflict that was there becomes magnified or or becomes even more accentuated if there was resentment or maybe if one parent left uh, one sibling, all of the wealth or the property, and didn't leave any to the other. You know, the way we handle our transition can determine how other people are going to be affected by it. And when someone leaves suddenly and unexpectedly, they don't get a chance to talk about it to their children or their loved ones. They don't get a chance to prepare people, uh, unlike maybe a long illness where people are are already beginning the grieving process because they understand that person is not going to be with them long. Sometimes a sudden transition, a sudden passing, can just throw everything all out of whack. And if it's a suicide, then you have all the other ways that people are devastated from guilt because they didn't see it coming to guilt because the person did give them warnings and they ignored it, uh, to uh, sadness or, or guilt that they may have even contributed to the person's distress. It's all of these emotions that happen. But when you're sharing grief with a sibling, it can be helpful if both people are able to talk about it, but most families don't know how to talk about it, and that's where the pain comes from. Most families don't know how to have that conversation and most families don't go to grief counseling, even though many funeral homes will recommend it or even have someone that they that they work with. But for some reason, families will not address 
everyone's sorrow and pain and hurt and grief. Instead, they tend to turn on each other and attack each other instead of realizing that everybody's going through their own grief. So this is one of the things we hope to help people with today. And we thank you for sharing your story. Now, one last question before we take this break. Uh, Are you and your – how many siblings do you have? Just the one brother? Yes, my older brother, John Duncan Nelson, who is 19 months my senior. Ah, so you all grew up very, very close in age. Uh, is, is he married with children, or does he have a family, and are you are you involved uh, in, you know, nieces and nephews' lives at all? Um, I'm of the impression that my brother, John D. Nelson, never sired any children. He married Joyce Marshall in uh, October of 98. She recently died as of uh, Valentine's Day 2019. Uh, And and then, of course, the um, uh, my brother John D. Nelson and Robert A. Strong, myself appointed building manager at 9110 Paxton, uh, conspired to make sure that I be banished from my own house. <laughs> I'm still banished from my own house. Um, and uh, the uh, two-year order protection expired as of early March of 2021. And uh, my brother tried to extend it. That motion was denied which means I have every right to be back in my own house. And they changed all the locks on the doors, and I cannot get back in my own house at this very moment. Mm. So it sounds like you all have had a very distressing relationship for a long time. And this does not make it easy to share the pain of grief when there seems to be so much anger between you and perhaps even rivalry because of the closeness of your age. And unfortunately, when a parent passes away, that parent is no longer present to even be a peacemaker in such a situation. So that being the case, what do you envision is going to be the ultimate relationship between you and your brother? Do you see it ever reaching a point of healing and and reconciliation, or have you given up on that idea? I think that my brother, John Duncan Nelson, may well be physically dead, and I'm okay with that. You see, Robert A. Strong would be guilty of misprison of felony, which is itself a felony, which would result in Robert A. Strong finding himself in federal prison, which is the very thing that I want for him since uh, Mr. Strong, as of August 2016, would establish, you're going to prison, buddy. You're going to federal prison, buddy. He was reflecting the reality of his own situation onto me. And uh, that's the very thing that I hope is going to happen to Robert A. Strong. Uh, Because if my brother is dead and Mr. Strong knows about it, 
and Mrs. Strong hasn't notified me of my brother's death, then that constitutes misprison of felony. Because my brother John and I are joint tenants, albeit not tenants in common, which Robert A. Strong is well aware of. And uh, we'll see what happens. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Well, we thank you for sharing. And hold on, of course, we'll be back after this break to talk more about how we handle the the passing of a loved one, particularly if it was sudden, not expected, and if it involves suicide. How can we recover? Well, we want you to call in 515-605-9325. Press 1 when you're ready to speak and join the conversation. Uh, or you can just listen uh, online at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash the dash female dash solution. And you are also able to join us live on the Female Solution Facebook and YouTube channel. Uh, just go to the Female Solution and you can join us live and write in your comments. I'm Naim Latif sitting in for Dr. Debbie Green today. And we're talking about recommended words for someone who is suicidal. How do we help them heal? And are we able to intervene? We'll be right back, so stay with us. Global Radio TV Show invites you to an invigorating conversation with our team of hosts Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. Central Time. Start your week with Monday Morning Mindfulness with Zelda Speaks. Tuesdays, Self-Self-Care with Jody Susan. Wednesdays, Repairing Broken Families with Naima Latif and co-host Kareem Hamid. Thursdays, Soulful Solutions with Dr. Debbie Green. And Fridays, Health and Well-Being with Viata.
and our audience members are people who shop. They buy clothes, food, beauty supplies, cleaning supplies, home repair, transportation services, child care services, whatever you're selling, they need to buy it. We're your media connection. Just follow this link, and tomorrow you can sit back and relax at home while your business is making you money. Hi, I'm Barbara. I'm Cheryl. And I'm Naima. We're three black moms. And in case you didn't notice the resemblance, we're also three sisters. We're going to be coming to you every week sharing our successes and our mistakes as we navigate our lives as moms, wives, sisters, daughters, and, of course, black women in today's world. We'll talk about it all, race, politics, religion, economics, culture, and we'll take a look at everything from whether or not to use corporal punishment to how do you teach your children about sex. Look for our upcoming book, Growing Up Charles. It's a personal story about our lives growing up in Maple Park on Chicago's South Side. I'm Barbara. I'm Cheryl. And I'm Naima. We're Three Black Moms. Follow us on Facebook and subscribe to our YouTube channel, Three Black Moms. choose to make a positive difference in the world. Our job is to bring you their stories to motivate you to do the same. Join us each week, host John Alexander and Naima Latif, as we bring you the educators, entertainers, elected officials, religious leaders, and community activists whose works are transforming this world. Find out how you can make a difference, too. Be inspired. Watch the media connection. And I'm Naima Latif. Meet people like you who are making a positive difference in the world. Watch us every day on The Media Connection at www.youtube.com slash The Media Connection TV. YouTube it. We'll see you soon.
there are some disturbing statistics on suicide that we've shared. And we want to take a look at not just those who are committing suicide, the some of the unfortunate statistics of young people that are taking their lives, but the trends for many who one would think have it all. We've seen celebrities. We've seen wealthy business people. We've seen those who we would think have no problems at all. And sometimes people give us hints that they are at a depth of despair or they just can't pull themselves out of it. And if you're not a trained counselor, you don't have the words to say. We might say things like, oh, snap out of it, or, oh, well, things will be all right, or, well, just pray about it. I mean, you know, we, we think that uh, going to church will solve everything. And, yes, our connection to the Creator does solve everything. But here on this earth plane where there's so much meanness and so much insensitivity, we don't feel the presence of the divine. We don't feel the love. We don't feel valued. And so it's easy for us to just have the desire to feel nothing. And that's what we're believing, that suicide will take us to that blankness where there is just nothing. Well, there is something. There is definitely life outside of this body that we may choose to destroy so that we can get out of it and go back home or go to wherever we think we're going to go once we leave this body. But if we knew that there is life continuing, then perhaps we would think differently about ending the life that we have. And perhaps if we knew that the problems that we're facing are problems we chose to face in order for us to learn to overcome them, we would see our condition differently. Rather than see it as a failure and a sign of our unworthiness, we would see it as an opportunity for growth because that's what it truly is. How many people would know to tell us this? Most people do not. So as a result, we're seeing our lives in a way that makes us continue to experience pain because we're not understanding the purpose of life experiences that are challenging. So it's time for us to learn these things that can help us through the difficulties. And there are communicators that have discovered this even in their own moments of distress so that they are able to share this information and help many who are going through a difficulty. 
there was a time when people may have been deterred somewhat from suicide by the idea, oh, you're going to go to hell if you take your life. And then the the laws will actually penalize you for attempting suicide. So a person can end up in a hospital and then be committed to a psych ward and not allowed the freedom of movement because what they've done is considered a crime, attempted self-murder. This doesn't necessarily help you with whatever your problem is, but for the sake of how the society sees suicide, they will prevent you from harming yourself and committing self-murder. So you continue to live in that state of emotional distress. And if you're provided counseling, it may or may not be effective because not all counselors have the capacity to share insight that addresses your spiritual distress, not just your emotional or mental or psychological distress. And if they can't provide the holistic kind of help, then you can find yourself going back and forth to counselors and never truly heal the pain. So let's go back to our phone line. And we urge you to give us a call, 515-605-9325, and press 1 when you're ready to speak. We will certainly open your mic and get your thoughts as we talk about some recommended words for one who is suicidal. Area code 312-882, Grand Rising. Thank you for joining us on this Thursday edition of The Female Solution. And give us your name, where you're calling from, and your question or comment. We are in Yashalom. Uh, who are we? don't die. We multiply. Black is beautiful. And assalamu alaikum, Sister Naima Latif, the female yes. solution of the world's greatest station in the nation. <laughs> we, we, we strive Have to a, be that. Yes, we do. Hallelujah. Yes. Well, you know, Mayor Washington, Mayor Washington used to say, and excuse me, Sister, if you got it, you got it. So I know you got it. Ain't no doubt about it. So I just want to reflect on, you know, a person that might be, uh, you know, I work with the veterans, right? No veterans out, no veterans behind. And uh, they surely uh, try to encourage the veterans to don't commit suicide at any time, you know. That's the worst stage or lowest position you can get in life. However, everybody needs you're the Lord of the world who most know is Jesus Christ. And we always say all praises due to Allah, Brother Honorable Elijah Muhammad. Uh, 
for heaven, heaven, heaven. We love you. And see, the person has to submit to God so they won't commit suicide. And once they do, then they'll be all right, too, like the next person. Uh, You know, uh, the greatest thing that one can discover is love, and love is in your heart, in your mind, in your spirit, and uh, also uh, your spirit will never die. See, your spirit will live on forever and ever, no matter if you are black, white, red, brown, or yellow. See, the spirit of, of the living God is forever, and they must go and submit to God, whether it's in the name of Yahshua, the Lord of the world, who most know is Jesus Christ, and from Jesus uh, to Muhammad to Allah God, they can find themselves, you know, in especially the teachings of the Honorable Elijah Muhammad because I did, and they can uh, accept themselves, be themselves, develop themselves, and then they can also help say other people, and we are in the people's business, and I want to invite you in the community to our leadership meeting today. Every Thursday we meet at leadership meeting at Lake Grove uh, Village, 3515 South Cottage Grove. We also have atonement. See, uh, like in the Million Man March, that was one of the greatest things that we discovered is the Holy Day of Atonement, which is October the 16th. And we learn to forgive ourselves and each other before we spread more what violence. We are against violence, robbing, stealing, and killing, and looting, and hijacking, and all of the wrong, evil things that people do. Suicide is an evil disease. And a person must overcome. And I do sing all of those songs, We Shall Overcome, and This Little Light of Mine, and and uh, uh, If I Had a Hammer, I'm going to hammer out love because that's what is needed. So we're there every Thursday from 2, two o'clock to 4 o'clock. We'll be there today, and that is at Lake Grove Village. And we'll be sponsoring the Million Man March. And we're going to be helping all the brothers and sisters that uh, uh, is sincere, which is a righteous human being for God and doing the right thing, being at the right place at the right time. And I'm glad that I keep, I went to sleep with God on my mind. I woke up with God on my mind. So, therefore, I got peace, love, unity, marketing, people on my mind, and my mind is God's mind, and that's Trump's mind. So today is a brand new beginning for the rest and the best of our life. And I'm so glad I can serve, like Dr. King used to say, we all can be great if we can just serve. So uh, for for brothers and sisters, night, they have to call me if they're going to get in the building. Uh, because of security, or they have to get in the building with the security. Call me at 312-882-8235, excuse me. That's 312 <laughs> 882 
<laughs> Thank you so yes, much, Minister. We appreciate you so much. Right. And keep doing what you're doing. Uh, definitely right. when the community can come together, people can feel a part of something that is important and makes them feel important. So we thank you so much for all you do. We're going to take another caller here as we share some more about suicide among the youth. And this is a critical thing because now that we have a way of sending information in a way that everybody can receive it. People have cell phones and everybody uh, can instantly uh, see the words of someone and see the unkind words of someone and see the insults and accusations made from someone coming across cell phones. We have something called cyberbullying. The children who may used to call you mean names to your face, now they can say these mean things about you through a cell phone and send it to all your friends and everybody can be laughing at you and you can be uh, caused shame. People can can say things about you that are not true, that cause you to be publicly ridiculed and humiliated. And a young person doesn't have the emotional capacity to ignore attempts at humiliation. So we want to share, and of course, if you want to follow along with us on our Facebook page, The Female Solution, just go to Facebook and go to The Female Solution, or YouTube, go to The Female Solution, and you'll see us here. We pulled up this article from the National Institutes of Health, uh, the site the uh, that is basically... Uh, something from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services that gives us some latest statistics. And this article from July 12, 2022 says, cyberbullying is linked with suicidal thoughts and attempts in young adolescents. Young adolescents who experienced cyberbullying had an increased risk of suicidal thoughts or attempts. Screening for cyberbullying may help identify more young people at risk of suicide. So it's important for adults to pay attention. Teachers, pay attention to what's happening in your classroom. Pay attention to children teasing each other. Pay attention when someone's crying or very silent or or absent a lot suddenly. Pay attention because young people are doing cruel things and sometimes it results in someone committing suicide. So this article states that suicide is the second leading cause of death for adolescents and young adults in the United States. The second leading cause of death. What does that say about our society? So they state, in-person bullying is known to raise the risk of thoughts of suicide and attempts for both victims and perpetrators. Cyberbullying, bullying that happens online, has been on the rise in this age range. Increased use of the Internet during the COVID-19 pandemic has further boosted this trend. But the links between cyberbullying and thoughts of suicide and attempts are less well understood than the effects of in-person bullying. To help fill in this gap, the National Institute of Health funded researchers led by Dr. Rand Barzilay 
from the Children's Hospital of Philadelphia used data from more than 10,000 young adolescents with an average age of 12. The participants were enrolled in a long-term study tracking brain development and child health. Now, think about this. Uh, I want to say, you know, we talk about brain development. When you're a child, your brain is still developing. You don't have all of the means of emotionally combating someone's attack upon you. And these are the things that we try to remind adults. The things that you say to a child, they don't have the capacity to just wave it off like, oh, your mom's just mad, oh, dad's just upset. You know, They don't have the capacity to disregard an attack on their character or their looks or their intelligence, things that you say when you're frustrated and angry at them. It goes to the heart. So when you've torn down their self-esteem because of your frustration or your anxiety or you're worrying about bills or whatever it is, that has an impact. So when they are bullied at school, they don't have the emotional capacity to overcome the attack mentally, and it crushes them. And they believe that they're worthless. They believe they're unlovable. And that's when the thoughts of suicide arise. So parents, pay attention to how you're talking to your children. Well, let's take another caller. And uh, we're going to go to area code 773-885. Introduce yourself to our listening and viewing audience. And give us your Hi. Hey, Hi. Mama Joy. Yeah, yeah, I finally got it. But can I get 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 right back to you in about five minutes, about five or ten minutes? Well, that, that you know that's all right because we got to take a quick break and we'll come right back. So we'll be right back with you, and we want all of you who are listening in who want to share a thought or an experience to feel free to call in five one five six zero five nine three two five. And press 1 when you're ready to speak. And we will gladly share your thoughts. We want to also give you an opportunity to discover many of the wisdom sharers, many of the communicators from around the world who are using the Internet as a means of teaching of healing, of awakening. So we'll be right back after this quick break. So stick and stay. Don't stray away. We'll be back in just one moment. So stay with us. Thank 
coming to you every week sharing our successes and our mistakes as we navigate our lives as moms, wives, sisters, daughters, and of course, black women in today's world. We'll talk about it all. Race, politics, religion, economics, culture, and we'll take a look at everything from whether or not to use corporal punishment to how do you teach your children about sex. Look for our upcoming book, Growing Up Charles. It's a personal story about our lives growing up in Maple Park on Chicago's South Side. I'm Barbara. I'm Cheryl. And I'm Naima. We're Three Black Moms. Follow us on Facebook and subscribe to our YouTube channel, Three Black Moms. Hey, it's time to take charge of your health. I'm Viata, your Holistic Life Coach, and every Friday morning at 8 a.m. Eastern Daylight Time, I'm here on The Female Solution to empower you to make choices that will assist your evolution to abundant health. I'm also blogging every Sunday evening at 8 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time at Soul Purpose Healing where I bring you a spiritual chiropractic adjustment to bring you back into alignment with our Creator's love, compassion, and wisdom. Join me every Friday morning at 8 a.m. and Sunday evening at 8 p.m. for a time of unity, enlightenment, and love vibration. Shalom. Is Monday morning a struggle to get out of bed, into the swing of things? Well, don't worry, you are not alone. Join us for thought-provoking, stimulating, and mindful conversations on higher learning with Zelda Speaks for your Monday morning mindfulness sessions on Blog Talk Radio, The Female Solution, Mondays, 7.30 until 9 a.m. Be sure and send your ideas, thoughts, comments, and suggestions. Also, if you'd like to be a guest on the show, visit zeldaspeaks.com and send us your info. We'd love to have you. Experience mindfulness moments with the mindfulness slash stress relief coach, Zelda Speaks. And thanks for sharing the mindfulness moment tip of the day. Stay on purpose, stay empowered, and stay tuned to your next session of mindfulness on higher learning with Zelda Speaks. Make it a mindful day. And thanks for listening.
We are back. You are listening to and watching the Female Solution Global Radio TV show. I'm Naima Latif sitting in for our Thursday host, Dr. Debbie Green, who's traveling this weekend and celebrating another birthday, another year of wisdom. We're so grateful for Dr. Debbie and all that she provides. It's really free counseling every week, so you need to tune in because so many people are in need of counseling. They're in the depths of their despair. They don't have people around them who can share words of wisdom and insight and comfort. This is a skill. And, of course, continue to follow Dr. Debbie and uh, uh, like and share her YouTube channel, uh, Soulful Solutions, as well as her Facebook page. She's expanding her ministry of of healing, of emotional healing, and really counseling is an emotional healing ministry because you are actually helping to heal the spirit of a person. That's where the brokenness is. And when we don't know what to say when someone's hurting, often we say things that cause more pain, things such as, oh, girl, you get over it. You know, you've been crying long enough about that. Just let it go. Or, well, you know, ashes to ashes, dust to dust. <laughs> Maybe when someone is, is in pain over the passing, passing of a loved one. There is pain involved in life. And when we don't have people around us who know what to say, we can get overwhelmed and get trapped in our own thoughts and go on a spiral of thoughts that tell us we're not worthy of life. We can start thinking negative things about ourselves and start feeling unlovable, unworthy, hated by God, and all kinds of wrong beliefs. And next thing you know, we've talked ourselves into ending our lives. And we don't have anybody around to talk us out of it because they don't know. So we want to, before we take, uh, go back to uh, our caller, Mama Joy. Uh, and Mama Joy, press one when you're ready to speak. We will open your mic and get your thoughts. We want to share with you some of the communicators on the online network of Associated Internet Radio Hosts site. And this, of course, is a global network of communicators who are committed to using their Internet platform to bring enlightenment. We are global transformers, changing the world from the way it is to the way it should be, a place of love, a place of peace, a place of joy. So the online network of associated Internet radio hosts spans all countries, all cultures, but we've encouraged on a regular basis, the following of many whose 
YouTube channels and Facebook pages and podcasts give special spiritual insight that can help one who is believing wrongly that their life doesn't matter. So you may simply, on this news channel, go to the on-air radio TV guide, and the website is onaireverywhere.com, and simply go to the radio TV guide. The on-air radio TV guide gives you a whole collection of voices of enlightenment. And we ask that you please like and subscribe to the Facebook pages, podcasts, YouTube channels, and websites by these communicators whose conscious-raising programs help to transform our world into a place where joy, peace, harmony, and cooperation are a way of life. People go into distress because of the way they've been treated and when they've been bullied and made to feel worthless. If they are of a mind such as an adolescent where they're still developing their self-esteem, they can easily be crushed. So we want to encourage those who are struggling with self-esteem to listen to these voices of enlightenment. And we'll show you just a few. And some that we've connected with, uh, some who are still here, and a couple who transitioned to spirit, but they left behind a collection of videos and podcasts to help enlighten. One that we'll point out, Anita Morjani, who uh, is a near-death experiencer. She experienced what's known as an NDE, a near-death experience. And in that experience, she basically died uh, clinically. Uh, She was in the last stages of cancer. It was expected that she was going to transition out of here. And she literally went to the other side. And she tells this story. She literally met with her deceased friend, her deceased father, and she understood that her life had a greater purpose. And the cancer that was eating her had been contracted as a result of her own negative thoughts toward herself. So you can be committing suicide simply by the attacks of your body on itself because of your negative thoughts about yourself. Uh, One of our hosts posted about suicide, or was posted about cancer this uh, morning, and there are many people who are suffering from cancer because something is eating them, and cancer is a physical manifestation of that. When you've been abused or hurt, or misused or assaulted and you're still angry, it's eating you alive because the anger is still there and you don't have a way to heal from the hurt and the anger or the feeling of having your feelings ignored. 
Repressed anger is manifested as cancer. Repressed hurt, repressed grief manifests as cancer because your body is manifesting the literal interpretation of what's happening. This is eating me alive. And that's what cancer is. So, Anita Marjani, this first face you see right here, one that we recommend you subscribe to her YouTube channel, Facebook pages, podcast, listen and be uplifted by one who has experienced information from the other side, from when we transition out of body, and the time she spent out of body is the time she was able to understand how she created her own disease from her own negative thoughts about herself. So our Friday host, Viata says, first love yourself. Fly, first love yourself. That's what that means. Many others who are here, uh, those who are animal communicators and channelers and uh, our own sister who has been a guest on the show and is the producer of Awake to Oneness Radio. And all you have to do is just click on the face and you will get the information in the link uh, Caroline Chain, a wink to wonders radio, has had some outstanding guests on her show that give you insight about this world and the next and the fact that we don't die. And you can see one of our past interviews with her in which she reconnected with her son and daughter who have transitioned from this life. But the lesson in that is that we are always alive, whether we're inside a body or outside a body. Life is an ongoing experience, and there is no death. And not only is there no death, there's no punishment, not even for suicide. And I know a lot of people say, oh, no, you, you, you suffer in hell forever. You no, know, it's understood by the divine when you have, been, become, when you have become overwhelmed of course, what you do see and you regret is the suffering that you have caused others who are in pain because you took your life. And this is what many are able to come back and tell us, that whatever it is that you chose to experience as a challenge, you chose that. And if you clock out early in this life, you're going to have to come back and, and pass that class. It's like, it's like taking an incomplete in your course, you know, when you take a class and, you, you know, you don't want to fail it, so you just take an incomplete so, you you know, you leave early because you couldn't finish. Well, that's, suicide is like taking an incomplete. You have to come back and complete this class. So whatever it is that you're facing, whether it's uh, fear of being impoverished, fear of being publicly shamed about your sexuality or or fear of going through a, a debilitating illness and or fear of being abandoned, whatever it is that you chose to face in this lifetime, that's a class that you signed up for. And if you take an incomplete, 
by committing suicide. You're going to have to re-enroll in this class, come back again, reincarnate, and face this challenge that your soul wanted to overcome. So many of these who are here have been able to share on their programs insight about life. And another that we have featured, the works of Neil Donald Walsh, whose books, Conversations with God, have been so inspiring and enlightening. His direct conversations with the divine, helping us to understand we are always loved, no matter what we do, no matter what mistakes we make. God is not dysfunctional like our parents that punish us because they're angry and frustrated and worried about paying the bills. The creator of the universe always loves us, no matter what we do. And this is what we learn from those who are sharing this information. So we give you an opportunity to learn from these wisdom teachers. And, of course, for those who have not seen his face, this is our Wednesday co-host Kareem Hamid, whose program Evolution of Revolutionary Thought and Created Purpose comes on every Saturday. 7 a.m. Eastern Time. And, of course, he's on our American Muslim 360 channel, which we broadcast simultaneously with on Wednesday. So these are just a few that we're sharing. There are many, many, many across the globe, but on the com website, you can get direct connections to those who have some powerful shows, I highly recommend that you subscribe to the YouTube channel, Next Level Soul. Host Alex Ferrari has some phenomenal programs, many near-death experiencers, some who have attempted suicide and learned that whatever their distressing thing they were trying to escape was, they had, prior to being born, been chosen to face that challenge, and they have to go back and face that challenge. You can't take an incomplete in this class. You can't opt out early. Your soul wanted to face this challenge so that you could overcome it. He's had some amazing guests, and we recommend that you subscribe to this channel and learn some insight. These are people who are taking us beyond traditional religion, beyond traditional belief systems so that we understand who we are as souls. And certainly we have shared some of the works of Tina Louise Spaulding, a trans channel who regularly channels the one we know as Jesus, who provides some counseling for people. And one of the world's greatest counselors has chosen people who are clear enough channels to not distort the words and not distort the meanings as have been distorted in the Bible. It is a distortion, I'm sorry, so that we can hear the clear message of love and understand it 
from the depths of our spirit. So I recommend that you become part of this community of people who are seeking higher wisdom and spiritual healing. And, of course, there are others here. And, as you know, our own Viata, her Sunday show, which we also share on the Female Solution Soul Purpose Healing, it goes beyond the religion into the spirit. And we want you to follow these who are giving us wisdom beyond what this society has allowed us to have so that we have understanding and we're able to share understanding with those who might be in despair. And, of course, our dear brother, Alaye, who is aware of his mission, coming from the Pleiades and incarnating here, to be among some of those who have done much damage to the human family because of their misunderstandings, coming to share wisdom that transcends time and space. We want you to meet and learn from many of these wisdom sharers, some who, through traditional religion, transcend traditional religion, and some who are able to assist us in understanding the universal meaning of life so that we know we are an essential part. We are a cell in the body of God, and every cell is important, and we need to know that so that we know that we should never end this precious life. We are someone who matters. And we're going to take a break. Let me open the mic and see if she had a thought. Uh, We had... Uh, Mama Joy, are you ready to speak after the break? We're going to take a break. Are you ready to join us yes, afterwards? Yes, 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 okay. yes. Can you hear me? Can you yes. hear me? All right. We're going to take a last. Wonderful. Okay, we're going to take a last quick, quick break, and then we're coming to you right after the break. So stay with us, and we'll be right back. And of course, if you are listening online, we want you to join this conversation. Give us a call five one five six zero five nine three two five and press one, so we know you have something to say. We'll be right back. Good words from Mama Joy. I'm Viata, your holistic life coach. These days, it's more important than ever to work on your physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual health. Are you consciously breathing deeply in stressful moments? Do you have a plan or daily routine to maintain balance in your awesome body? Are you struggling to be disciplined in your eating habits? When you partner with me, I'll help you develop a personalized health plan that works for your particular lifestyle. You can find out more about me at yourholisticlifecoach.com, where you can also review my three-step protocol to guide you to abundant health. That's yourholisticlifecoach.com, and I'm Viato. 
Do you want to live in a world without war? Join our global peace movement. Heavenly Culture World Peace Restoration of Light transcends culture, religion, ideology, and other boundaries to achieve peaceful harmony in the global society. HWPL is committed to bringing world peace and cessation of war through peaceful dialogue between religious groups. I am Director Shin Suk Kim of the HWPL Chicago branch of North America. Join us for our next gathering. Call 773-580-1501 and be a part of the movement for world peace. Email us at chicagohwpl at gmail.com. And then um, 
I have this book. I we interviewed um, Sekwon Amura from Japan, and yeah. his book is about the uh, suicide rate there. And I'm I'm going back into the book, and one of the things that struck me a couple of days ago, I read, whereas I pray that we do not get to the point of like a national. Um, a night, a national, a national, just accept that that's what it is. In Japan, there are certified suicide spots. Wow! In other words, spots that have been identified as suicide spots, and people go there to commit suicide. Mm. I mean, they're not; they have yet to embrace that there is a problem. Uh, you know, and I hope that we do not get into that state. And one of the things that I know for sure with here in Chicago that I was introduced to that did not exist in the South where I live, and that is block clubs. You know, if we could just re reinterpret the structure, what a block club is, not just fun, but it was, uh, to me, it was a very strong political organ. And we were able to get a lot of things done in our community with it. Yeah. What if we say we can raise the level of our consciousness and understand our responsibility to ourselves and to our family and incorporate a family consciousness in our block? And what do we do? We educate them. Let this organ be a new transforming body in our community, where we will provide speakers to come and talk to us. You see, when I had COVID, and I am very, very conscious about my health, and if I find that I'm into something that I can't work with, I immediately go to help, to get help. I mean, I don't hesitate. But I had an experience with COVID, Naima. Mm. that I was having hallucinations. Oh, wow. I was not eating. I closed the door. I didn't want anybody coming in. I should have been fully aware that something was wrong with me. I did not know that Mm. I was sick. Mm. I got out, and I took the car, and I drove out to the lake. Wow. I didn't even know that they had put out my family and my friends had put out a missing report, miss, re, missing person report. Oh, my. Because, I, yeah, I, 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 so I was out at the lake, and I, was, and I can remember being out and watching the water. And then mm-hmm. a knock came at the window and my, with my friend, uh, Reverend Janine. And, and I said, oh, what are, you, what are you doing here? She said, Mama George, why are you here? I said, I don't know. And then the next thing I know, another car came up. My son, my son took a plane from Houston, Texas, because of the alert that I was missing. Oh, he my. Came to Chicago to see what was going on with his mother. Why wow. am I sharing that? It's because I was in desperate need of help, but mm. I was not in tune with the real who I am. The mind is a fragile thing. It is and very more than COVID. 
that is what was more frightening to me than anything, Naima. I wasn't present with who I am. And I was in that state for a couple of weeks. And um, I want to share that because when we can look at suicide in a different way, it's just not individuals making the decision to, to, to lose their lives. It's people who are ill, yes. who need to be in an environment, in an environment, in a condition of care and true yes. love. And we have become, I'm really surprised at how Chicago, but there's still a few black clubs. But I know that we were able to bring speakers in to come and talk with our people about disaster reports and different things. And because I experienced that, experienced wanting to be isolated, and that's another condition now that I'm talking with you, that is in Japan, where 618,000 people have lost their lives because of going into this mental state of isolating themselves from people, mm. staying out in the room, away from their parents and everybody. And wow. so this is something that is, if we are believers of God, then when are we going to embrace the power that we have been, that has been invested in us? Right. And to understand so we- that, yeah, we have to do more than to just come together and be healers like uh, somebody in the grocery store and people got to come to us. Some of us have to get out of that invisible church modern brick consciousness because this church is modern brick and its consciousness is modern brick. But when the healers become conscious, uh, conscious of modern modern brick and don't move out and and rather than having the people seek them, let them them be out seeking those who are... To the people, mm-hmm. yes. To the Absolutely. people, you know. That's so that we'll know that they are available. I can bring you to my block club, bring you to to my to 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 where there's a need for help to make us conscious and and influence and impact us, so that we can move forward. Do you realize our communities are paralyzed? A couple of days ago, it's just not uh, suicide, but the senseless murders that's occurring. Yes, and and like murders. you say with. Black clubs, the the isolation that comes from fear of your neighbors, if we form block clubs, and that's one of the things we did where I live, and it transformed things because now we know everybody on the block, and we got a, 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 a list of everybody's name, address, uh, email phone address, number. Phone, phone number, numbers, so right. we got, we can instantly communicate with the whole block if something happens, if if, if there's a death or if there's... You know, any little thing, even like the street cleaning. You know, we, we're constantly in communication. We're meeting monthly. We've had uh, blocks of parties and celebrations and all of that. But that helps for the person who might be isolated. Maybe their family never comes around. Maybe they're in that house by themselves. But if you've got neighbors that will make you feel a part of a community, Thank then you. that isolation Cre- isn't so that safe environment. Create it right where you are. Yes. That's you it. can do that. That's all it. do that. That's true. I mean, you're you're right. The solution is right here in our hands. Now, you did mention about uh, 
the the places in Japan, and I know Japan's got that suicide uh, culture where if you're shamed, you know, yeah, Harry uh, Carey, and the, mm-hmm. that that whole thing that that's very destructive. But that's like you say, that's something that we have to work on eradicating. But there are spots in America and other parts of the world where are known for suicide. Uh, the Golden right. Gate Bridge, yeah, between yeah. 1937 and 20. An estimated 1,400 bodies were recovered of people who had jumped from the Golden Gate Bridge located in San Francisco Bay Area in the United States. And this is a great big tall bridge known for it being a place where people commit suicide. So they've got to always have security, you know, watching, see if somebody's like coming to stand on the bridge so they can interrupt the suicide because it is a suicide place. So unfortunately, we've got some <laughs> here that well, at least well as like well, maybe just maybe we should designate it as uh, in, and not in the sense of just giving up on it, but let let that be us. And I didn't I know that, and now you're going to have me looking for where the suicide spots in undeclared official <laughs> suicide spots in yeah. America because to me that is. That is a national sign. That's a national warning that there is a serious illness that dwells among us. And we who say through Christ we can do all things, and we say there's no weapon formed against us that shall prosper, we must activate these powers, ask for guidance, find out how we are, what is the position that we're going to take as mothers and fathers of God and be a parent to this nation and to our community, we have yes. to shift our we have to shift our mindset and 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 understand that there is work to be done and it is not easy. But if we can finally connect with those who are willing to come together and just do a small small part of our territory right on your block, I'd be willing to help somebody do that. I'd be willing yes. to do that. You know, that, you know, I, yeah, I, I'm I'm willing to walk with somebody on their block because the situation is very real. I have organized uh, communities before, but no one can just go on somebody else's block and work that block if you don't connect with somebody there. You're not going to be it. successful. It's all about relationships, building relationships, and knowing who your neighbor is. Huh? Right. Know right. who your neighbor neighbor is. Because we have experienced so many painful experiences, and and the stories, Naima, that's another point. When people don't have regard for their history, then what value do they have in the present time? If you cannot find value in your ancestry, yeah. then what value have you have now? And it's through interpreting and creating another narrative for our ancestors. These were powerful people. They don't have to go all the way back to Africa. Just know that the spirituals and the songs, as, 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 as the brother was speaking earlier, if I have a hammer, God's got the whole world in his hands, huh? Yeah. There's a bomb in Gilead. The ancestors let you know that the presence of God was with them even though they were in shackles and chains and being tortured, 
come on. They couldn't, it was illegal for them to pray, illegal for them to learn how to read, illegal for them to learn how to write, illegal for them to assemble, illegal for them to even have taken ownership of their children, as illegal to take ownership of their own body or spouse. Everything that meant something of a principle of God's, ah, God's investment in them as a vehicle of the Almighty was, was taken away from them. But somebody knew God. Somebody was in universal order. And they going. just sneak and pray in the woods. Kept them going. And, do and, it. and they are there and let us know that God was there. Right. And we have, it, it, that, it, well, I don't know about we, but me, that's, that's where I'm at. I'm on that path of, 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 of dignifying our ancestry, not the way they say it is, but the way God has given it to me. Absolutely. So that our Absolutely. young people and our and us as even as adults cannot and refuse to be ashamed of who we are and where we come from. We don't understand that the world looks at us like a bastard nation. But when we take God as our mother and our father, there are no bastards. Hello. <laughs> I, I love that Everyone. understanding. Because, you know, that's been a large part of our history is being made to feel ashamed. But there's nothing to be ashamed of. Whatever you've gone through, it is for your betterment. Even the worst experience, it's to strengthen you, give you insight, and empower you. And I'm Come grateful for those That's ancestors right. that were able to hold on and believe that a better day was coming and work to make Come it on. so. They That's chose right. to stay alive and they chose to reproduce and they chose to give their children a vision. So we we have a lot to be proud of and we have to teach That's that to right. our they, children. They say it. Great Growing day, the righteous is marching. Great day. They're, they're talking about that great jubilee. And they were living in that expectation. And that is what they gave to us, to always live in the expectation that God will deliver. Come on here. Come on. Absolutely. And, and that God did. Yes. yes. Well, I'm yes. going to add another person to this conversation, Mama Joy. I believe we've got uh, Baba Kwame at area code 706. Grand Rising, we thank All you right. so much. I'll release it. Thank uh, you. Thank you. Yes. Grand Rising, Assalamu alaikum to Mama D and to you, Naim. It was a Mama pleasure Joy. meeting you finally. Yes, we, we got, Mama we got another Joy. Mama on the day. Mama Joy. Can't you tell her voice Mama Joy? Joy. <laughs> I, apo- I apologize. Anyway, you know, this old man Captain sitting here in stolen. <laughs> yes. Sitting here in this stolen land of the Muscogee Creek and listening to the birds and, and you both sharing knowledge. Because they say when you educate a woman, you educate a nation. When you educate a man, you just give him something to think about. And <laughs> it's very, it's very important <laughs> that we understand community, because we used to have neighborhoods and community. This is what you're talking about: the the communing of human beings with each other and sharing, yeah. because that. <laughs> Communing lets you have an awareness that that person has weight and troubles on their heart, and we can be mm-hmm. there. We may not be able to solve all of it, but let them know that they're they're part of a family. And this is yes. what we did. But now we've got this artificial communication, what's called social media. Media mm-hmm. is 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 not human. Media hmm. is, is an artificial creation 
that God made it that you don't see birds and squirrels and, and everything else on Internet unless somebody's filming them. But they don't have that. They have the wood wide web. They know how to communicate because when a storm comes, all of them leave. Come on now. That's right. They all will leave. When a storm is coming, they will all flock out of that area to get to safety. That's their worldwide web. They're in tune with the frequency of nature. We disconnect it because that's why they put us in these places called urban because you're banned from nature. That's mm. why you have this, this rate of suicide is because people wow. have what's now called nature deficit disorder. Mm. You're in a box with 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 toxic EMFs and now you're you're attempting to communicate and get the frequency of nature and it doesn't happen. You know, mm. you have to come back because that was what we, we shared at Jody's. You know, being able to be there on the land and the trees and the energy and create yes. a, commun- a communal yes. breaking bread together. You know, the children nowadays are going to the refrigerator, get something popping in the microwave and go in their room and get on get on computer. Even when you go out, take a person, go out to dinner. You go out to dinner and everybody's looking at their phone instead of their plate. Mm. That is the truth. This is disconnect. And when you disconnect, mm-hmm. God, the, 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 the footprint, that prayer footprint, mm-hmm. it was two sets of footprints and you left me. No, I carried you because you mm-hmm. forgot how to walk your path. But we as elders... Mm-hmm have a charge to stop being yes. generational thieves, to break these yes. generational curses yes. before they destroy the next yes. generation. Come on. Yes. yes. That is true. true. That is true. And, and, I, and I'm really grateful that I had a chance to, to meet Baba Kwame in person on that wonderful land that, <clears throat> that our Tuesday host Jody Susan Calhoun have because this was – uh, an opportunity for us to commune with nature and to feel the difference when you are around a gathering of trees and they are sharing their their spiritual energy. It is different and it is mm. clean. And we and do more- to commune more with the natural environment, right. which our children are deprived from, and that's why it becomes so difficult for them to come out of the depression that they are experiencing in these concrete jungles that they live in. Yeah, right. The and nature speaks to us. Yes, it speaks it does. to us. It, it does. Speaks right. to us, and, 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 and you can feel you can feel another presence, and you can feel. The wind, it, it, it translates as it, the wind touches your body, the, the hearing, the trees, and yeah. it, just, it just heightens your senses that you're in a place that is aware that you are, you are present. You are. I know you're there. Yeah. Tell you. Yeah, absolutely. And absolutely. the part that we have to over, the part that we have to come back to the forest is the first community. The Come forest on now. was here before we were. 
Yes, yes. And when he created the forest, he made female trees and male trees. How did how do you get trees to pollinate and grow apples? Is because you got to have a male and a female tree. Mm. One pollinates the other. So there's mm. a balance in nature. And the part of it is, just as much as we see above in those trees and looking up, that's how much is below us. They're yes, rooted. Man. We're talking about grass roots, and we turn yes. around and put signs in the yard saying, don't walk on the grass. What, why did he create it? <laughs> what was the reason uh, for creating it that? if you don't want us to walk on it? Because we I'm have to get the energy from it. What makes the grass yeah. grow make us grow. Yes. Yeah. It, we're actually, mm. you know, and it's so funny because in the city, that's exactly how the attitude is. Don't step on the grass. It's just to look at. So there's no there's no interaction with the energy of the grass, which is totally backwards. That's where you should be, You're walking. You should be walking on grass. You should be yeah. walking on natural land as opposed to concrete, which is unnatural. <laughs> and, right. You know, yeah. because backwards in our thinking, we can't heal the spiritual sickness that people develop because of their disconnection from nature and the sadness that, that, and like you mentioned, people not even having personal conversations anymore. You're at a dinner party and everybody's looking at their phone. Like, why are you communicating with somebody who's not here? And when you have Mm. people that are here that you're not talking to, does that make any sense? Of course not. But we have developed a culture of separation and like Mama Joy was talking about the suicide rate in these in these places where people are isolated, that's what causes that spiritual sickness is isolation. We need each other. We need the vibrations of each other. We need the life-giving energy of each other. And when we don't get it, we become physically sick, emotionally sick, mentally sick, and spiritually sick. So we need to have each other and we need to have nature. That's what makes us healthy. And to understand that because we're ignorant of who we are and our powers and our connection to nature, the things that we are experiencing is an uh, offset of what it is that we are not considering. We're not considering the whole of life and about connections with everything that is divine. Yeah. Yeah. And we're And we're products of our environment. That's why we have so much confusion in it because we're disconnected from each other. When you have a a people that live on the land and they're communing with the land, they have a oneness of humanness. When you disconnect the human from the land and put them in a concrete jungle, what do they act like? Animals. Yes. Yes, that there. I have seen the difference. I've experienced the difference when people are at peace because they see themselves as part of a whole, and this is what we must create. We must recreate is the sense of community, the sense of connectedness, the sense that everybody is a valued part of the whole. Suicide happens when people are feeling like they don't matter. Their life doesn't va- mm-hmm. doesn't matter, and they're not seeing how they are mm-hmm. connected to everybody. And a person's suicide, it can actually have a negative impact on lives of people who don't even know them. And we know some of the the the, the well known uh, 
famous names of people who've taken their lives, and they actually created a, a, a national mood of depression, even though people didn't know them personally, but you just felt the wave of sadness that they created because they had no mm. idea that they're taking their lives would have affected people who were strangers to them. But we're all connected energetically, just like somebody can can spread joy and, and someone who's maybe a comedian that makes people laugh and they can bring a, a national spirit of joy. I, I think I, I, it was, was it during World War II where they were trying to uh, create all this entertainment to bring the nation back to a state of, of actually I think it was World War One in the 20s and in the 30s when they were having all of USO. these musicals and everything to try to change the mood of the nation because of the sadness of war going on. So we know that when we share joy and love and happiness and all these things, it affects people around us. But an act of sadness and despair can affect a nation and a world. So every life does matter, and we have to be able to help a person who's going through that feeling of nothingness. If they've been attacked by somebody verbally or whatever the case may be, and they've been made to feel bad about themselves, like Mama Joy was saying, we have to we have to reach out and become that community and give those words of comfort and let people know they matter and pray together with them. When I, I think one of our, our viewers said, we have to get together and pray for people who are going through difficulties. Be a family. Be a family. A family, a spirit of family. And and I just couldn't help. I can't help it. But, you know, when you talked about World War II, Let's not forget that they pulled the community together by creating victory gardens. They sent the yes. people back to the earth. Yes. Victory they sure gardens. Did. <laughs> gardens. Yes, they the did. And you know that I, that maybe maybe that's a thing that we need to recreate a peace garden, you know, something that, yeah, just had an inspiration. Right. We yeah. have a garden, my daughter. Yeah. That, you know what, that's what it needs. We bring it, a block. Hey, let's create gardens so we can work together and see yes. how life is. You get patience, feel the earth. Oh my stars. Bring them back to the garden. That's where it all started. Right. That's <laughs> right. Right. If we can do because. that, you know, and every, like, like you're saying, if we can create a block club where every every block organizes, and if you've got an empty space, a vacant lot, create a garden. Create a garden because that will change energy in, on the block. And it will be a place where people can come and, and feel the peace and tranquility of nature, and it can change the, the, the energy and the relationship between the people. Let me open another mic. We have 773530. I'm going to add you to this conversation. Grand Rising, give us your name, where you're calling from, and your comment. Seven seven three five three zero. Unmute yourself. Hi, yes, this is AMG Peace God calling live from New Mecca, Fathers of Illinois. Just chiming in. Um, you know, praise be to God, praise be to the Most High, um, and praise be to um, you, saw the United States of America Republic, um, that we are a family. And if you're looking for that that family feel and that that spiritual and conscious connection. Um, I advise, you know, all the listeners to join their said government, which is the kingdom of God here on earth, of the United mm. States of America Republic. Um, you know, just, just, just throwing that out there, you know, uh, real quick. Um, as well, 
Um, I heard many of things, many of things. Um, you know, this is peace, God. So many of things um, that that was already said, I praise God, um, be to Mama Joy and um, the brother, because, you know, everything that was said already, it was like, man, you could take that and you can get enough solution and enough medicine from from the message that was already said. I'm just chiming in to throw in the little visionary um, accolades that needed to be um, um, the family consciousness that Mother Joy, that Mother Joy, she spoke on. Um, you know, it is like, um, you know, the family consciousness. So, um, I I advise all those, um, you know, to God says, go to the ants. But like you said, since we're not, you know, grounding ourselves, you know, on, on the green grass, we possibly don't get a chance to even look at the ants. So I would advise (laughs) in this day and age for all those to go and look at the movie called Avatar. You know what I mean? And, yeah. and if you don't know what, yeah. what, what yeah. we need yeah. to do. Right. Yeah, movie. Yes. Yes. If you don't know what we need to do, you know, you're not looking at the ants like God said. You know what I mean? Then yeah, I advise all those to check out that movie, Avatar, because it, it is a uh, 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 um, complete example of what Mama Joy and what the brother and, and the team were sharing tonight and today, um, um, you know, of our c- connectiveness, um, being able to come back together to connect. And, um, you know, there's a scripture that says, you know, we all many members and mm. we form one body and, and one member is not less than the other, you know. So we got some members, um, you know, uh, some parts of our body that we don't choose to show, you know, uh, that, that complement, like you said, and, and that complement the rest of the body. But those parts, those inward parts, we don't choose to, you know, go outside and show amongst the village, you know what I mean? Put it that way, mm-hmm. you know, and those parts. Are, are, are like the members of the body who feel, uh, uh, you know, uh, alone and feel uh, um, um, neglected and, uh, you know, and feel dismembered and displaced because, you know, they don't have um, the collective appreciation coming from the family. You know, family is where uh, um, you get your identity. You know, and since um, the family has been such broken down, you and this is what you see. You see many members, uh, young and, and old, who um, don't have an identity of self. You know what I mean? So, you know what I mean? Like she said, um, we're, we're jumping into the different uh, uh, lanes and different categories that they have get, given us. You know what I mean? So this is the, the, the image. This is what we see, you know what I mean, with the lack of uh, family identity. You know, which is where it starts. It all starts, like they said, it all starts at home. So, you know what I mean? As well as I heard of, you know, grassroots. So I want to give a, 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 a quick shout out to a, a, a grassroots um, a foundation that we will be meeting tonight. Uh, or today, oh. actually at 2.30, 2.30 to 4.30, you know, to bring some of these um, concepts and ideas where we'll be talking about uh, uh, family, we'll be talking about atonement, we'll be talking about peace and love and unity. And um, unity in community is communications amongst the family. Absolutely. You know what I mean? That's, that's, that's the unity in the community. You know what I mean? Community means right. communicate the with the family. Is. You know, so praise be to God. Yeah, yeah, you want to tell us uh, quickly where the meeting is for those people who are in and around the Chicagoland area. Where is the meeting? Yes, yes, um, 3515 South Cottage Grove. 
3515 South Cottage Grove. Once All again, right. that is the uh, Hale Washington Foundation Grassroots Committee. Um, we will be celebrating the uh, 28th anniversary of the Million Man March. So, of course, AMG Peace God signing in to all the men out there. Of course, all the women to back them, you know, uh, in agreement. You know, uh, we're celebrating uh, the 28th Million Man March. And, you know, I will hope to see uh, a lot of men um, out there that's joining in hands, joining to unity, because that's another part of, um, the solution is uh, men coming Amen. together, Amen. Uh, uh, you know, joining in hands, backing one another, and and, 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 and doing the will of the Most High and pushing yeah. forward right. that agenda. So praise be to praise be God for the female solution, and praise be to God, um, you know, that you gave me the opportunity to, sh- to chime in. I was on and off the queue, you know, thinking we was going into uh, overtime, and I was just like, man, I want to even though you're on the line. Even though you're on the line, so I, I, I thank God for all the listeners out there because, like you said, even though you're on the line, the frequency is being poured. So praise be to God. Thanks, sure. God, for the female solution. Thank, we appreciate you for being a part of the solution today and sharing your information. I want to thank everybody who's with us and has been listening in, all our callers and listeners and those who've chimed in online. Uh, and uh, on our Facebook and YouTube channels, uh, thank you, of course, uh, Brother Andrew and uh, Mama Joy and Brother Peace God and uh, Baba Kwame and all of those who have chimed in. We thank you, Yada uh, and uh, uh, Willetta, Gary what Chen, we thank you so much. And tune in to, yeah, that's 3515 South Cottage Grove for the meeting tonight. What time? What time? South Cottage Grove. He said uh, 2.30 to 4.30, I believe it is. Uh, yes. So and for those who are in and around yeah, the Chicagoland area, there you go, 2.30 to 4.30 at uh, 35 Grove. And join Yada tomorrow for Health Woo! and Wealth. Yada, 8 a.m. Eastern Time, 7 a.m. Central Time on the Female Solution. Always such powerful information. We appreciate our wonderful team of hosts who Always bring a solution. Thank you all so very much. Thank you. And Thank I'm Latif, and for Dr. Debbie Green. Amen. And continue to shine. Poland. Joan Kujum. France. Merci. Spain. Gracias. Italy. Grazie. Egypt. Shukran. Ghana. Medasi. Nigeria. Eshe. South Africa, Ngiabonga, Senegal, Gareth, Kenya, Asante, Israel, Toda, Pakistan, Shukriya, Afghanistan, Tashakor, Saudi Arabia, Shukran. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. Thank you, and may peace be upon you and the mercy of God and God's blessings.